Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Motivation Burrito. I'm your host, Melissa, and today it's probably going to be like a mishmash of a whole bunch of things today. There's a lot on my mind, and I honestly don't have one direction for today's episode. Um, At first, I did have an intention, and the intention was to talk a little bit about logic versus emotion and uh, how like a lot of the times you have people you have people like me who are very logic brained and try to find practicality in everything that they do in life and I've talked about this on a previous episode that when I was at my lowest with this podcast I stopped recording because I felt like I couldn't find practical answers and logical answers in what I was experiencing. And a lot of what I was experiencing was emotional. And because I couldn't find the logic in it, and because I couldn't find the practicality in it, I felt like I couldn't talk about it because I couldn't deliver a message or I couldn't deliver something that was concrete and solid. Um, so that was what I was going through for quite some time. And to be honest, I'm still trying to like, I'm still going through it and I'm still trying to find logic where there is no logic. So I'm definitely going to talk about that a little bit more today, but before I do, I just kind of want to provide a few updates because I feel like every time I record an episode I scramble at the end of the episode to kind of like hit you with all the social media stuff and hit you with the updates on where I stand what's going on with the podcast what's going on with me and it ends up feeling a little unorganized and it feels like I just didn't gather my thoughts and I was just trying to find like the time to just shove it all in basically, you know, shove in the stuff that I forgot to talk about or the stuff that I forgot to mention. And so, um, I figured this time I'll just kind of take the time to go through some of the updates, go through some of the things and then just get into the really deep talk And a part of me is resisting this because I actually have a video session with my therapist and I'm avoiding it. Like I'm not avoiding it, but I kind of don't want to do it now because what I want to talk about, I don't want to talk about. And it kind of sucks because I know I'm going to have to talk about it. Um, And I'll explain a little bit later in the episode. So some easy updates. Um, Still going strong with the weight loss. I have managed to maintain the 20 pounds down throughout Thanksgiving weekend, which I was super proud of myself for. I actually post Thanksgiving, the highest I had gotten back up to was 142, which considering I started at 163, 3.8 I think it is Um, 142 was still like maintaining 21 pounds so I felt pretty good about that and it wasn't a huge setback 
especially considering I come from a Hispanic family and we had a ton of food. So for me to maintain that huge chunk of weight loss, which I worked so hard to do, I actually felt really, really good. And I was proud of myself for that. I have since gotten back on track for the most part but there is one thing that I've been doing that is becoming a pattern and I'm trying to not have it become a pattern but there is this cookie place that I order from online and they have gigantic cookies like I mean these cookies are half pound cookies and they're about a thousand calories they're anywhere from like 800 to like 1200 calories a cookie uh depending on what's in the cookie so like your most basic cookie could be like i think it's like 880 to like about 1200 calories per cookie um so the bad habit that i've been developing is i've been having a cookie a day <laughs> And not, well, not a cookie a day. I've had a a couple of cookies this week, basically. And um, it's not good. So today I definitely had one with my protein shake at breakfast. And I was only going to eat half the cookie and then save the rest for like, you know, lunchtime or maybe dinner or save the rest for tomorrow because half a cookie a day is not as bad as eating the whole thing. But then I decided to eat the whole thing and I ate the whole thing and then I took a nap. So today was just not a good day, like eating habits wise, but I still managed. I did get to the gym this morning, so I did do my three miles on a fast, which is better. So when you work out on your on a fast, you're burning like more calories from the day before, but tomorrow I will not be working out on a fast because I will be back to work. Like today I had the day off, so um, I will end up being back to work and I can't work out on a fast that way. So it kind of sucks unless I get to the gym really, really early and that might be an option. But the question is, do I want to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to get to the gym by like seven and run on a fast and get to work by 9 a.m. I mean, I work from home and my gym is literally three minutes from my house. So is it possible? Yes. Is it going to take an insane amount of dedication for me to get to the gym first thing in the morning? Absolutely. Especially because I'm a crank when I wake up in the morning. So it's a very tough decision for me to make. But at the rate that I'm going with my indulgences, I might have to do that this week and shift my methods in order to make sure that I maintain and proceed with my goals. Um, so that's that. So weight loss wise, I'm still doing good. And I have officially gotten down to 23.8 pounds lost. I am looking to hit 25 pounds by the end of this month. However, when I did the math, we still have three weeks left in the year. And if I lose two pounds a week, which is very 
possible and very, um, you know, it, it's, it's not a lofty goal in the least bit. It's actually a very possible, achievable goal and tangible. Um, so if I do lose the two pounds a week for the remaining 24 days of this month, I might actually be able to finish out the year at a weight loss of 30 pounds. So if anybody wants to keep me accountable, that would be like super fantastic. And I would love you for ever and ever and ever if you want to be my accountability buddy on that. So that'd be cool. Podcast stuff. Podcast stuff. I feel like I'm at least back in a state of consistency. I was super happy that I actually put out two episodes last week considering I was only going to put out one episode per week for the remainder of the year and the reason why I had set myself up that way was because with everything that was going on in November and with my anxiety getting as bad as it did I didn't want to put so much pressure on myself so soon and try and do more than I had the capacity for. And yet I found myself with the capacity to record that second episode on Friday. And I actually did so and posted it and was super happy that I I felt a little more back to normal and I felt a little bit more normalcy again. So it was better than I expected for myself. So I'm giving myself credit for that. I'm giving myself credit and celebrating the fact that even though I didn't think I was going to have the capacity to do it this year, I still managed to have a good week where I put out the two episodes and where I maintained a certain level of consistency that I had done with my podcast before that mini break that I had taken. And for me to be able to do that it was it wasn't about just me it was about my audience because again the purpose of this podcast is not just healing for me it's so that I can share my experiences with people who may be going through the same thing and I started to realize that if I don't continue to show up and if I don't continue to provide my experiences and share what's going on in my head there could be somebody who's going through it or worse there could be somebody who's having constant anxiety attacks like I am and they don't know who to turn to or they don't know how to manage or they don't know if it's going to be okay and here I am and I was having I want to say I was having two anxiety attacks a week in November um I would say that that is an accurate number. I was probably averaging two anxiety attacks a week. And there was just a lot of physical symptoms that came with that. And it's very hard to continue a podcast when... At any point in time, you can find yourself in the bathroom throwing up. Or at any point in time, 
your heart rate can go from an like your average of 72 beats per minute to a hundred and something beats per minute like when the attacks are instant my heart rate my heart rate will go from its normal 72 to about 115 once it gets to the 115 mark i know that at most half an hour from now i'll be in the bathroom because my body cannot handle that um if it is one of the anxiety attacks that builds up so I'm basically giving you a glimpse of my anxiety. So this is what it looks like for me. And this is also one of those things that's just very hard for me to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it. And I don't share this with people because I don't want people to look at me a certain way, but fuck it. This is the reality of it. This is what my anxiety looks like. This is what happens when it gets really, really bad. And so here we are. And Again, I, I, I think this is the most vulnerable and real that I can get. And that was my goal. And I find that as the year continues to close, I just need to peel back more and more layers. And I think that's what I've been resisting the past couple of weeks. I've, I've been resisting that the past month because there are people in my life that I care about so much that I'm afraid to lose them. And I'm afraid that if I share these parts of me, that they will surely walk away. And that's the fear that I've been dealing with for the last two months. But you know what? I just can't hold on to all the things that I've been feeling anymore. So here I am sharing them with you. And with that, as I was saying, when... So there's my two types of anxiety attacks. There's the ones that are instant that happen just out of nowhere. I'll be fine one minute and the next minute I'll have like a thought and it literally can happen because of a thought or a situation or a moment that brings up a memory. Um, and all of a sudden, bam, instant, instant anxiety attack. But then there's the ones that are slower and those are the ones that basically are like, developed and compiled from multiple moments and those are the ones that suck even more because I'll tell you what they feel like so there it was in November when it first started happening November started out with the slow creeping kind and what happened was it was a series of moments and conversations and experiences and pressures between work and this person that came into my life that I have feelings for, which we will get to, um, friendships, just the election, um, increasing negativity on social media and all of it was just like negative thing after negative thing and I just felt like there was so much judgment and I do not like judgment I do not do well with judgment it is one of the biggest things that is like my pet peeve also there were certain posts 
like not on my personal social media but on some of my friends social media where the comments were just like it looked like bullying and it just looked like hatred and judgment and just all these things and I was just like this is not how we should be treating each other this is not the conversations we need to be having um so it got to the point where all of these things were just compiling and I'm starting to get a headache now because I'm talking about it and I'm reflecting on it and this is usually what causes it so what causes it is when I don't process it but I'm processing it now so that's why but even then when you process an emotion when you process an experience when you process a thing and you have anxiety the symptoms just come on right away because your body does not like it and your mind does not like it and when you are a person with a mental illness your mind will do everything it can to not process an experience it does not want to process and so all these things were happening and my mind was shutting down and it was just like nope nope no no I'm not going to process that. No, uh, no. And the more I avoided things, these things, the more they crept up on me to the point where I just remember feeling really, really dizzy. And I felt off that day. I just felt like I couldn't concentrate. I felt dizzy. I just felt like lightheaded and It was around the time of my cycle, so I thought it was just like one of those PMS migraines that I normally get, and sometimes I get nausea with it too. It really depends. Like My cycle varies month to month. The symptoms vary, so I thought, you know what? This just could be my PMS symptoms. It'll go away. I'll take two aspirin the way I normally do. We'll, you know, call it a day. Like, we'll just kind of go slow today. And then something was like, check your heart rate. And I checked my heart rate and it was at 80 something. And I was like, that's a little high considering that I've been stationary for like the last hour at work. So I was like, okay, something is not, something is not right here. Something is not right within my body something is not right within my head and I just went through the day and I continued throughout the day and then around well lunchtime I had chipotle which is my favorite thing to have obviously because I love burritos and I love chipotle um so lunchtime I had chipotle and then it was like four-ish or 3 30-ish had a couple hours left in work And I just felt my heart rate go really high to the point where I was like, I could feel it beating. Like, I can feel it. And if I can feel it in my chest, I know something's wrong. And I looked at my heart rate, and for sure it was at like that 115, 120 mark. And I'm like, nope, this isn't good. And sure enough, about 20 minutes later, I was in the bathroom throwing up quite violently. Um, if you ask my brother, he will tell you that 
like he literally hates the sound of it because it just sounds like I'm dying um, and it's vicious and he says it's just gross but I'm sorry I can't help it so that was my experience and then I went there was another day it was very similar the worst thing about the anxiety attacks that I had in November was that like I I think I had mentioned it in the either the grief and cycles episode or the build a better house episode but the worst thing about the attacks that I had in November was that the symptoms were unlike anything I had ever felt before for me to feel like my head was constantly spinning there was just such intense pressure it it was more than sinus pressure it was more than a migraine it constantly felt like I was losing balance like I was disoriented and I was literally scared that I was gonna have a stroke or I had a brain tumor I was ready to schedule an MRI and a doctor's appointment and go to urgent care like I was ready to take drastic measures because I was at a point of desperation and it was after all of this that I had decided that I needed to take that pause from the podcast because the episode that I did the crossover episode with my friend Stan I had an anxiety attack right before that episode and I recorded a podcast episode post-anxiety and let me tell you that is not easy to do it is just exhausting so the reason why I had taken that pause from the podcast was not only for mental health but because my physical health had gotten to the point where I felt like I couldn't actually function like I could not properly be present in my podcast And when you feel that disorientation and you feel that confusion and I mean, there were times where I would just look at the time and be like, how did we get to this time of day? There were other moments where I would look around my room and objects were in places I don't remember putting them in. So I would literally take something that I needed, whether it was like my vitamins for the day, like there was one day I had taken my vitamins for the day and I had put the bottle or I had thought I put the bottle of vitamins back in its original spot and I found it in a different spot and I'm like, when did that get there? And the spiritual part of me was like, okay, this is a time collapse situation because you don't remember, you know, like placing it somewhere or objects are in or are like in places where you don't remember putting them. So I'm like, okay, spiritually, this feels like a time collapsing moment. But then, like, I look at, I look back at it now and I realize that that might have actually just been part of the physical symptoms of my anxiety getting as bad as it was. It could have been both, for all I know. It could have been a time collapsing moment. It could have been um, just a moment of that confusion and, and, you know, again, we don't know. But a part of me, the part of me that tries to find the logical answers in things 
is saying, no, that was related to your anxiety. That has nothing to do with anything spiritual. Like, Melissa, you just had a really bad month. So, yeah, that's that. So podcast-wise, that was the reason why I paused. And it's also the reason why I haven't continued to work on my website. Now, my website still has the basic info. It's got my email. It's got the social media links to it. It's got, you know, the info about why I'm here, what I'm doing. It's got some cool pictures. I'm sticking with those pictures for now because I actually do like them. But eventually I do want an official photo shoot. And that is still in my plans. But for now, I do like the photos that I have on there. And those are going to be there for, for the time being. But I did say that I wanted to incorporate a blog where I had a a link to each of the episodes and I wanted to write a little bit about them. And I haven't done that yet. I haven't even started that. And the YouTube, you know, link, I wanted to do that too. I wanted to do a YouTube channel for the Motivation Burrito so that I can actually start recording videos and putting them on the YouTube channel and recording these episodes, both audio and video so that I could put them up on the channel. And I haven't done that yet either. And I've made a goal to start both of those things for 2021. They're both now in my plan for the new year to start doing the blog and the videos starting 2021 because I know I will have more capacity to do so. At this point, I'm in a feeling of just trying to get through this year and that's not me honestly like that's not the best feeling I hate feeling like I have to get through something I hate the feeling of just trying to get by or barely making it um so for me to say that feels a little weird and yet at the same time I also have to honor my space and my capacity and Right now, I just don't have enough energy to put into a blog of 53 episodes. This would be 54, I think, Um, because I would have to go back to the beginning. I would have to go back to the beginning, read the synopsis of each of the episodes, write a little bit about it, um, listen to some of the episodes to try and take like the key points through and through, which means I have to listen to my own voice. And I hate that. Honestly, it's one of the weirdest things to me is listening to your own voice. But I'm going to do it for the sake of getting this blog up, but it's going to require work. It's not just going to be like, here's the blog. Here's your episode. Go. Here's the link. Go listen to it. Yay. No, that's not what I do. I provide content. I am a content creator. So If I'm going to do a blog, I'm going to do it correctly. I'm going to do it the right way. And it's going to have value in addition to the podcast itself. It's going to provide more value. That's what we do. Everything I do is value. So that's the podcast stuff. That's where I am. But the good news is the website is still up. Have I been super active on social media? Yes and no. I've been trying to maintain podcast posts, but as far as me personally, I'm honestly 
not at the point where I want to show my face much. And I feel like I haven't connected with people the way that I want because I don't show my face. I feel like if I showed more of myself in these moments, that I would be able to connect on a whole nother level. But instead, I use pictures that express my emotions. And yes, you know, there are people who say that that's a form of communication and that's a form of connecting, connecting through images and connecting through poems and connecting through song lyrics and choices. Like all of those are valid forms of communication. In fact, those are ways that introverts communicate. You know, there are people who are introverted that don't feel comfortable with expressing themselves outwardly so they threw it so they do it through symbols and that's okay but that's not me and so for me to kind of use that methodology as a form of expression is temporary or at least I want it to be temporary It's not something that I want it to last for a long time. It's not something that I want to be permanent. And again, I want to get to the point where I am able to show my face and I am able to, um, like actually be present on social media again. So that is my goal eventually. Um, so yeah, so social media wise, I've been active, but I haven't been present, if that makes sense. Um, so there's that. And now the fun part, (sighs) the hard part, I should say, this is where things get difficult for me because I want to share this but I haven't even shared this with the person that it involves and it's ironic because I have generally tried to keep my promise and being open and honest with this person but there's stuff that I haven't shared because I wasn't ready to share it and I knew that I was going to get to a place where eventually I would want to say all these things But I'm at a place right now where I feel like even if I did say what I wanted to say, it wouldn't matter. Um, And I just have a lot of negative thoughts and a lot of negative feelings around this right now. So I'm just going to share it because this is the best way that I know how. And it's weird because like I said, I really should be telling this person this, like these things before telling my listeners, but sometimes I find it easier to just speak outwardly and get the thoughts out to the world and the universe and then find my words with that person. It's weird. You know, it's one of those things where you should be able to tell that person first and then tell other people the experience later. But right now I'm trying to navigate this as best as possible And right now I feel like I need the sounding board first 
and the sounding board is my podcast and my listeners. And who knows, like maybe this will get to the person, you know, like before the episode even posts or maybe after I share this, I'll find a way to express it to them too. I don't honestly know what's going to happen and how it's going to unfold, but I just know that I'm at the point where this is what I'm going to do and what I'm going to talk about. So I'm going to actually just pause this recording and take a quick sip of water so that I can prepare myself for this. All right. So now the hard part of the conversation. Um, So the hard part of this episode is what I originally wanted to talk about, which was the logic versus emotion. And the reason why this came up for me is because I've been holding back on admitting something to myself and to the other person. And so the thing that I've been holding back on is admitting that I have feelings and not just, so the way I said it is that I've been struggling to find the balance between showing up as a friend and showing up as somebody who likes that person as more than a friend. And that's like a nice way of saying like, listen, I like you as more than a friend, you know? Um, But that was only the surface of it. And when I wrote the Instagram post, I wrote that the battle between logic and emotion has gotten to be more intense than ever. My brain has always been wired to find the logic, the tangible, the evidence, to find a proven answer to the theory. Think the scientific method of the heart. And that the unit that I use most frequently, the unit of measure that I use is time. And then in science and nature, things need time to grow. But when given a catalyst, things can happen quicker. And it's funny because I actually have been doing a lot of talking about catalysts lately. And when it comes to matters of the heart, time is immeasurable. It's not linear. There's no consistency, no proven theory. Every experience is different. Some people give in to their feelings quicker than others. But me, I cringe at the thought. And here's what brought it all up. So the question that started this was, have you ever experienced having feelings for someone you barely knew? How do you measure that? So there are people who believe in love at first sight, that you could just see somebody and just know instantly that that person is going to be your future partner, your significant other, your life partner. Then there are others or other people who experience the wooing, let's call it like old school wooing, where it takes time, you know, there's like a little bit of a chase or there's this, you know, builds up, like you build the trust, you build the communication, you go out on dates, you take the time and effort to really be present in that person's life. And that's like the wooing. 
And then there's the in-between, you know, where the person knows after the first or second date that they have feelings for this person. Or it starts off, like, in our world, in social media world, it can start off, like, on the dating app. And then you guys have your first date. And when you have that conversation in person, face-to-face, you realize this is the one for me. And that everything that I thought I knew about or everything that I thought I felt about this person through our chats, I now feel it like 10 times more now that I've gotten to see them face to face. And all of those are valid, but it goes to what I was saying in that in relationships, just there is no constant, right? In the scientific method, there's a constant. When, when you do the experiments, you find what that constant is and that constant end, ends up being like either the proof or the evidence, right? But if there is no constant or no consistency in the results or no definitive pattern, then it's, a, it's not a theory you can prove. So like basically, and you know, in the scientific method, there's variables, you know, and um, a lot of the times we account for the variables, but too many valuable uh, variables can also lead to a theory that can't be proven, right? So there are instances where you can account for the variables and still prove the theory, but more often than not, if there are too many variables, you're not going to be able to find the proof or the evidence that you need. But again, this is my logic side of my brain trying to find practical answers to something that is a matter of the heart to something that is an emotional situation to something that cannot be measured by science and this is something that I have constantly struggled with I have struggled with sitting with the matters of the heart And finding the answers or allowing the answers or even believing the answers that come up in matters of the heart. And here's the other half of it. A lot of the times I don't put myself out there enough to even test the theories. So how can I get answers if I don't try or if I don't experiment. Um, But here's the thing. Most of the time when it comes to matters of the heart, your heart knows. And the reason why we don't believe it is because, again, scientifically, it doesn't make sense. You know, intuition is not science-based. You you can't (laughs) prove or justify something by a gut feeling or an intuitive feeling like in in the scientific method you have to have proof and intuition and an intuition there is no proof there's just I'm gonna trust it and those are the things that I struggle with so I'm going to admit these things here on the podcast because that's where I feel safest to do it And I do have a plan to have a conversation because I also feel like 
it's time to do that. And also I feel like that person deserves that level of honesty. You know, I, if it was me, I would be really offended if somebody told something to a podcast, but they couldn't tell me that. Um, but at the same time, I would still also be understanding that a podcast is a safe, a safe space. And my podcast is the safe space that I created, not just for myself, but for others. So because I created this space, because it is my space, I feel comfortable sharing it here. And here's the thing. God in the universe is powerful. God in the universe is fucking magic. And God and the universe will create opportunities once you make the plan. Which is how this person came into my life. Um, I've talked about it before, but I'm going to say it again for sake of what ultimately I'm going to share with you. I was doing a program with my friend and mentor and one of the exercises that we had to do was like this circle of life exercise and in the circle there was like 10 different topics you know it was like love and romance spirituality career finances and money um family and I forget what some of the other categories were but you know it was 10 like 10 categories or eight categories eight categories and you had to pick a number from one to ten on how you feel about them. And for me, love and romance was at a zero. And it was by choice. I had deleted all dating apps. I stopped dating because, you know, people lie. You just can't trust them. I already have trust issues as it is. And I was just finding that the men on the dating apps were just not honest. And even though I had clearly stressed the importance of being honest, And even though I had clearly told them that that is like my number one rule is to please be honest with me, they weren't. And so I just gave up. I was tired. I was tired. I didn't care. I wanted to focus on other things. I wanted to focus on me. And so I just deleted all dating apps and I was like, I'm fine. And I really was, you know, I wanted to continue to pursue my happiness and really switch into self-care and into my own healing because I knew that there was still some stuff that I needed to heal. I didn't feel good about myself physically because that was when I had gotten to my highest weight. And there was just things that I knew I wanted to work on for myself before I put myself out there into a relationship again. So... My mentor had challenged me and was like, well, let's make that one of the things we focus on. I was like, nah, I really don't want to. And she was like, no, but we're, let's just, for the sake of the next exercise, you're going to see why I'm, ch- I'm telling you to choose this one. And the next exercise is, what would life be like if your lowest three categories were a 10? And I was like, oh, that means I have to actually imagine what a relationship would be like or what that person would be like. And, you know, like, again, I know the magic of the universe. And I know that the moment I put this out there, 
the universe knows when you're ready or the universe decides when you're ready. You know, God has a tendency to do what he wants or the universe, again, whatever you refer to it as. It does what it wants. God does what he wants. God knows when you're ready for something. And I just had this feeling that with the work that I had done so far on myself that year and working with her before and just knowing how things are, that if I truly did this exercise, that there was a possibility that it would come into my life. But I was like, you know what? Things don't happen that fast for me anyway. So why the hell not? We could be looking at like a whole year before the stuff manifests. I'm a slow manifester. I'm not an instant manifester. Like it's one of those things where the stuff that I want happens slowly. It is not instant gratification as much as I would like it to be. So I did this exercise and I remember, I'm going to share it with you. You know what? Let's do it. I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it if I can find the notebook. Because I think that's going to be the best way. Of course, the one time I need the notebook, I can't find it. Interesting. Interesting development. Any other time I need this notebook, it's right there. And the one time I actually want to share something, it's not. Ah, found it. Okay. Sorry, folks. This is why podcasts are so interesting, because you get to hear all things. So... Haha. Okay. Oh, I don't have it anymore. Oh, crazy. Oh, I know what happened to it. Huh. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what happened to it. Now I have to really explain the story. I burned it. I burned that letter. And I just remembered that. Okay. So. I did the exercise. I wrote what my life would look like. I wrote what I wanted in the other person. And I basically asked for a partner that I can grow with. A partner who is willing to grow with me to experience life with me. I asked for somebody who was open and honest and vulnerable and someone who understood the journey, you know. Um, somebody who was willing to grow as an individual and also willing to grow together. This is what I asked for. And then like a week later was when this podcast page started following me on Instagram. And it was my first 
actual podcast follower. And I was super excited because I had been doing my podcast for like a couple of months and I didn't think it was landing or getting anywhere. And I started using like those hashtags on Instagram and I was just like, oh my God, it's my first like official podcast follow. This is so awesome. And I remember listening to a couple of episodes and liking like the videos. And then there was this one video that really hit home and it was a topic on body image and I had just signed up for the virtual races. I had signed up for my first virtual race and I was really shifting my focus to my physical health and I was going to start exercising again and I made a promise to myself to actually start losing the weight. So I remember commenting on that video and one of the hosts commented back and then they liked my comment from their personal page and I decided to follow them on their personal page and then I reached out to them in a sheer moment of bravery I reached out to them and I just reinforced how I thought their video was just awesome and how it was something that I definitely needed to hear especially since I was starting my journey with physical health And that, you know, body image is still such a thing that people go through, but we also just forget that men go through it too. It's not just women who still suffer from body image issues, it's men too. And it was just nice to see a male perspective on an issue that is perceived to be about women. Um, And then conversations continued. And we built a friendship and we built a bond. But in that moment, when that podcast page followed me, in that moment, when I bravely reached out to him, not expecting him to write back at all, I had no expectations. I really just wanted to reach out and say, your video was awesome. Thank you for posting it kind of thing. And he responded back. And we had a conversation as if it was so effortless and so easy. And it was in that moment where I literally felt God answered my prayer an unintentional prayer at that because it was literally often exercise that I was forced to do. And yet somehow God answered it. God heard that one. Maybe because it came from my heart, maybe because it came from my soul, like, but whatever the reason was, God heard that one. And here he is putting somebody in my life who was open and honest and vulnerable and communicates and is willing to grow as an individual who's constantly growing as an individual who uses the word partnership. Like he literally valued the same things that I valued. And I was like, this is, this is a miracle if I've ever witnessed one. And I had stopped believing in miracles. I had stopped believing things could happen for me. I didn't think they would. And here I am witnessing 
a fucking miracle. And yet, as much as we've had several conversations, as much as I've told him bits and pieces of how I feel, I've never told him that story. And I want to. I want to tell him that story because I want him to know that he's not just a friend to me. He's the answer to a prayer. He is the answer to something so unexpected. Like, he's a miracle to me. But I feel like if I told him that, it wouldn't matter. I feel like if I told him that, it wouldn't change anything. And that that would be the thing that would make him finally run away. But the hardest part of all of this is that I don't know how he feels. And it's easier for me to believe that he only sees me as a friend and that I'm just in the friend zone. Because then I don't have to get hurt. And so I've stuck with that. But a part of me is like, I just want him to tell me how he feels. Like, if you're going to reject me, just reject me. If you're going to keep it just friends, just tell me, look, we're just friends. But you can't tell me things like you think the world of me when I've never heard that before in my life. And expect me to not want to know more. So basically, the reason why I've been fighting myself and fighting my thoughts is because I I have been refusing to admit that I actually have like real, real feelings, like romantic style feelings. I mean, yeah, I've said again, I've liked him as more than a friend. Yeah, I've said it in a couple of podcast episodes that I think that I like him romantic styles, but I'm talking like, I'm talking like the question that has been on my mind the most is, can you really love somebody that soon without even having a face-to-face conversation, without having met them in person, with all your conversations being primarily text messages? Can you really love someone you barely know? Like love them romantic styles. And the reason why I've been battling that is because that's how I feel. And I feel that way because, again, he is just a godsend, a literal godsend. And he has been open and he has been vulnerable and he's shared some stuff with me and we've had some amazing conversations and I see his heart And I see how much he cares for the world. He cares for the world as much as I care for the world, if not more. 
his purpose is similar to my purpose to bring healing both physically and mentally like he is a healer he is a safe space he he yeah like he's a healer he's a safe space he makes me feel comfortable he opens doors and he just encourages and supports not just me but everybody in his life he's magic he is magic on this earth so here i am on this podcast episode admitting to the fucking world that i actually love somebody that i barely know and i didn't want to say it but when you hear the story of how he came into my life and how it's literally like god just answering a fucking prayer that i was not expecting to be answered how he's knocked down walls how he's opened me up emotionally how he is just me but like or he reflects parts of me he reflects the good parts of me he is a reflection of all the best parts of me in male form he's the reflection of my higher self that's the one that was the other thing that i said i wanted someone who is a reflection of my higher self and i feel like he is that and these are all the things that i wish i could say to him these are all the things that i wish i could tell him and i'm afraid to because i'm afraid that if he likes me only as a friend then none of this matters and i just end up hurt and there are days where i wonder does he even care at all those thoughts have crossed my head too and those are the days that i cry um and i also wonder what would happen if i stopped talking to him would he care that thought has crossed my mind too and i don't know what's going to happen cuz this is out there now you know and and when you put it out on a podcast when you put it out to the universe when you tell the universe that you want to actually tell him this story the universe is going to find a way the opportunity will be presented and so i am preparing for that now because i want to tell him the story and that's literally what has been causing this battle between logic versus <clears throat> um heart because i want to tell him the story i want to tell him the story of how he came into my life i want to tell him what the last few months have meant to me and i want to tell him how i really feel not just the surface not just the oh i've been trying to figure out how to show up as a friend versus how to show up as someone who likes you as more than a friend that's a cop out that was me protecting myself and yeah you can't blame me knowing what i've been through but he asked one thing of me to be honest 
And yes, that was being honest, but that wasn't everything because I wasn't ready to tell him everything. And now that I'm ready to tell him everything, I'm scared. So how do you be honest when you're scared? How do you muster up the courage to tell someone how you feel when, again, your mind is trying to find every logical reason that you don't feel that, you know? Like, my mind has literally said, no, it's too soon. Or how do you know it's love? Or, you know, like, you've never met the person in in person. Or, like, all these, where's the proof? Where's the evidence? (laughs) And yet, my heart is like, fuck you. (laughs) I don't need evidence. I'm trusting it. Like, it is. My heart sees his heart. My heart knows his heart. My heart sees love and it's saying, that's love. Like, yo, I'm trusting it. I'm going with it. It's love. Cool. So that's where I am. And that's what's been the thing that's been keeping me from openly sharing certain things on my podcast. And I've been fighting that for the last three episodes, I'm going to say. I think I've been finding that for the last three episodes. Um, Being open makes all the difference in the world when you have a podcast like mine. And I think what's so interesting about my podcast, I think what's so interesting about the Motivation Burrito and what I continue to do is every time I have a breakthrough like this, It changes the dynamic of the episodes and not in a negative way. I think every time I have a breakthrough or every time I share something that's a little bit more vulnerable and a little bit more honest and a little bit more open, the space gets bigger and safer and better. And it goes back to that episode where I said, build a better house because I'm building it on stronger foundations. I'm building it on trust. I'm building it on that communication. I'm building it on that love. And every single time I have a breakthrough and every single time I can admit something new to my audience, I get to build that better house. And that's what makes this so freaking amazing. So here I am having another moment of vulnerability, another breakthrough, revealing something new and continuing to build that space of trust. So I don't know where this is going to go, to be quite honest. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like these breakthroughs are magical and I really, really I'm so grateful that I get to share this with my audience and I get to share this with whoever listens. And I hope that if you're going through the same thing and there's somebody in your life that you are struggling to find the words for, know that it happens to all of us. There is no easy way. There's no scientific method when it comes to matters of the heart. And you're just going to have to trust the timing and trust the opportunity to present itself and just make a plan to do it. The universe handles the rest. 
just say, yo, universe, I want to tell this person how I feel. Help me out. Help me do it. And I can guarantee you the opportunity will present itself soon enough. So I'm curious to see how mine is going to unfold. But thanks for sticking me sticking with me while I ramble and blabber and just, you know, kind of not have a coherent episode where I'm just sharing a whole bunch of different things. Um, so yeah, new level of vulnerability. I think, I think it takes a lot of courage. And I think that's the other thing too. I think it takes a lot of courage to admit to somebody that you have strong feelings for them, not knowing how they feel. It takes a lot of courage to admit to yourself that you can actually love someone in that capacity, that you can love someone who you haven't met in person and that you've just been texting with them for, you know, a long time. Like, it's like, it's like episodes of Catfish, you know, but there are some episodes of Catfish that actually work out where the people do end up together. It's far and few, but sometimes it does work. And in this day and age, when everything is virtual because of COVID, yeah, people are putting in a more conscious effort to make certain things work. And the rules have changed. In fact, most of the rules have been broken because of COVID. With COVID, everything is new. So long distance relationships are possible. And we've talked about that before too. Virtual relationships are possible. Virtual friendships are possible. Everything is changing. The game has changed. Nothing is the same. So make your own rules. Do what you want to do. And I think that's where I am, is that I'm learning that all those rules needed to be broken anyway. So I'm building a better house with new house rules and new foundations and I'm starting with this I said one of the foundations was going to be love but in order to have that be a foundation I need to actually admit that I feel it right I need to actually admit that love exists. I need to actually acknowledge its presence. And I can sit here and say that I love my listeners. I can sit here and say that I love my friends. I can sit here and say I love my family. And all of those are great. All of those play a part in that foundation. But when you're resisting love in one area, you start to find that you resist it in all areas. Trust me, you, you, when you realize it, it all comes together. Um, so no more resisting. It's out there now. And I can't believe I said that in a podcast. And um, so we're just going to end on that note. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to this episode of The Motivation Burrito. I don't even know what I'm going to call it at this point because it was just a mishmash of things, like I said in the beginning. And... Um, Yeah, this has been quite 
the episode for sure. Once again, you can follow me on Instagram at The Motivation Burrito. If you want to follow my personal Instagram, you can find me at Melissa underscore the number five self. That's Melissa underscore the number five self. Um, You can find me on Facebook, The Motivation Burrito Podcast. And you can check out my website, www.themotivationburrito.com. Like I said earlier in this episode, YouTube and additional stuff on the website like blog, maybe even merch. I might throw some merch in there for 2021. We'll, yeah, we'll be up on the website starting next year. So definitely more stuff coming, more stuff to keep an eye out on. And um, reach out to me, send me a message. I know I rambled a lot this episode. And I'm sorry, but I just needed to get it all out there because I'm tired of keeping it in. And I think keeping it in is just exhausting. So in order to really show up in my podcast and really show up authentically, I needed to admit those things. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I seriously love all of you for sticking with me this long. And I hope you have a great week and I will be back most likely doing Friday's episode. So I will be back on Friday. See you all then and enjoy your week.